Peace and thank you, family, for tuning into Creative Habits Podcast. I'm your host, Philip Anthony. And I'm your co-host, Indigo. We're based in Washington, D.C. with leading discussions on topics surrounding pop culture, business, lifestyle, and art with an occasional guest appearance within the creative and entrepreneurial industry. What's up, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of Creative Habits Podcast. How you doing today, my love? I'm well. How are you doing today? I'm all right. Um, So we got a very great topic today, um, which is relationship advice. What what topic are we touching base on for relationship advice today? So the question is, is it okay to take relationship advice from family or friends? Mm. What do you think? Before we get into it, it depends on on what the advice is. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's something that we are going through that is personal and that is negative mm-hmm. or a challenge, I try my be- my very best to refrain from sharing that information mm-hmm. because I do believe that family <laughs> will never forget even if I've moved on. Mm-hmm. And so it may be a bias for me to tell them, and then they still take my side and remind me constantly of something that was negative in the relationship. So something that's none of their business, because if it becomes their business, it'll become a problem. So I don't think that you should tell everything to everybody. I feel that. I feel that. What are your thoughts on it? Um, I was raised on... This saying, what happens in the house stays in the house. My mother used to say that all the time to me growing up. You know, it could be a good thing or it can be a very toxic thing, depending on how you look at it. But I think exactly. I don't. I think that um, everyone shouldn't be in your business. You know, you I need agree. an unbiased opinion. Definitely. So, I said it depends off of the same thing that you say because if. It is a case of someone being in an unsafe environment. Mm -hmm. I do believe that you should share that information. Mm -hmm. But if you know in your heart that you're going to stay with someone and you're going through trials and tribulations, I don't think all of that information should be everybody's business. Absolutely. Um, So I believe that it is impossible for your friends or family to know every last detail. What do you mean impossible? I mean, because there's two sides to every story, right? Exactly. So the instinct would be right. Your friend or your family member would always take your side Mm -hmm. and not be a neutral Whether if you're right or wrong. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what made you come to that conclusion or what made you come to that decision to keep things confidential. You said that you did grow in a household where everything stays in the house. Mm -hmm. But do you feel like, um, excuse me, in our relationship, if you have something that you're working through, like who do you go to for that information? Um, It depends on the situation. Um, Of course, if I've known someone who's been married for like 40, 50, 60 years, I would ask their advice on certain things, you know, like how to keep a marriage fresh and 
how to keep a, a relationship um, both both sides enthused on the relationship. You know what I mean? Or but it's 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 hard to say too because that's a different generation from our generation. Our generation does things and perceive things differently from an older generation. So it's I don't know. It's hard. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I would say though that um, most of the things that are kind of on the surface or things that I know that we can resolve, but I'm not. I have no clue. Mm-hmm. I usually consult my mom mm-hmm. because she's also you know. Mm-hmm. Married, but also my mom is the type of person who's neutral. Mm-hmm. So even if she has my back, I know that she will give me a fair answer. Mm-hmm. So there's no no uneven scale. Mm-hmm. Like she'll let me see things from a different perspective. And then I'm like, okay, now I can assess for myself what I want to do with this. Mm-hmm. And regardless, she's like, whatever you decide, it's your decision. So it's not the wrong thing. Just look at these two things. And see for yourself what that looks like. Yeah. And I'll give it to you from a perspective from what I see you're doing that you could improve. You know? So it's not always taking my side as a defense of being my family member. It's trying to know where I stand in my relationship and Mm -hmm. how she can help me navigate it. So it's coming from an open heart, you know, or a neutral heart (laughs) rather than one that's like, you're my child. I'm going to take your side or you're my friend. I'm going to take your side. Hmm. She allows that door to be. She allows that space for me to understand what I need to correct within myself. That's great because not everyone has that. Mm -hmm. You know, my mother is definitely not like that. My mother. Well. If it's if it's if it's not right, roll out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But. Yeah. But if you look at that, it's like we're getting perspectives from what the person's circumstances are currently. So, for example, your mom has had to do everything by herself and mm-hmm. be like in her situations other people. Well, I have to move on. But for my mom, like let's say she's married and it's like she can't just drop everything because mm-hmm. she's in a relationship. She knows how to like win or lose in certain arguments or decisions or situations. So it's like she has an understanding of how she would handle her situation. Mm. That's why I feel like you have to be careful with what information you share with who because people are going to give you advice based off of their experiences and based off of their personal ways that they navigate life. Yeah. Um, People have their own issues to deal with. Um, and that those issues might skew their perception on how they view your relationship with your significant Absolutely. other. You know, um, we all have different lives. We're all affected by things differently, you know. And what might be right for your friend or your mother or your father or whatever, um, that perspective might not be right for you. Mm-hmm. And um, it's really hard to find an unbiased opinion or the, or advice with a friend or a family because they will always see you as, you know, that friend or that child or that. And they know you, so it's like they will mm-hmm. try to talk you into what they believe is right mm-hmm. for the decision that you need to make. 
And um, that's so true telling because I had to sort of learn the hard way about what information I share and what I don't. Mm-hmm. Because um, in, in, that, in that space, you truly know like who's, who's actually giving you the advice that you need mm-hmm. and who's actually just saying what they're saying because of their circumstance. Mm-hmm. And so um, it took me, I don't even think I even shared you. Like by year three, mm-hmm. I was just like, oh no, I need to keep my mouth shut. You know what I mean? Like, there's certain things where I'm, like, not going to disclose about anything, anything in our relationship because it's for me and you to figure out. Hmm. I wonder if that's a personality thing or um, a gender thing or hmm. because I'm not really that expressive to others when I have a grievance in mm-hmm. a relationship. Me personally, I would like to, you know, figure that out on my own rather than get any outside opinions that will influence my the outcome, Your judgment. my judgment, or you know, the outcome of the relationship. Absolutely, and for me, it wasn't like that decision of like my third year in our relationship being like, oh, I need to keep my mouth shut. It was positive, neg. It was, you know, it was like everything mm-hmm. to like someone that I considered to be close to me mm-hmm. only because in all of our relationship, we would tell each other everything. But I realized at some point, and this was, you know, our relationship was the most serious relationship I've been in. Mm-hmm. It's like, you can't tell everything. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like there's things that are sacred within our relationship that I feel like should be between you and I. Absolutely. And um, your friends or family may not have as much invested in your relationship as you do. Mm-hmm. So they won't give their advice as much um, as you thought you will, like right advice, wrong mm-hmm. advice. They would just say whatever, mm-hmm. you know, to suit. They just more than likely would tell you what you want to hear. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. So let's say you're in a situation where you do need some guidance or support. How do you suggest that people navigate, you know, working through something with their partner if they're having challenges? Mm. What is the best way to resolve that? You will probably have to find um, an outside uh, mediator, somebody unbiased that can look... um, that doesn't really have a relationship with you or your your significant other, your spouse, and just, you know, listen to the grievance, um, listen to both sides, and, you know, help navigate uh, to towards a solution. Mm-hmm. So I'll be transparent. We did try that. Mm-hmm. And um, from your perspective, it wasn't a positive experience, mm-hmm. right? And for mine, I felt like it was a great experience because it would be an opportunity for us to mutually have a conversation. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, my whole thing is if you as my partner are not feeling comfortable doing something, I'm not going to push it. So mm-hmm. if you're like, I don't like this, and I'm like, okay, cool. And then I would just leave it alone. And But I'm not quite, I wasn't quiet about my feelings towards it. I was just like, you know, this may be a good thing. But knowing that circumstance, like, I felt it was more important for me to now then try my best to just communicate more with you. That's and important. find ways for us to 
work together and, you know, speak through things that will be often challenging for us to speak through. Communication is the most important thing in relationships. Exactly. Learning how to communicate with each other. And it's not just something you can learn overnight. You will learn how to communicate with each other throughout throughout the whole entirety of your relationship. Exactly. So... My whole thing was just like, okay, if we can't seek a professional, then maybe we just need to figure out the tools to communicate to the level of comfortability that that there's like a level of trust that when we do or are both comfortable in a space, then we can go back to revisiting Mm -hmm. a professional if it's necessary at that point. Yeah. It was just weird during COVID time and we uh, FaceTiming the guy and stuff like that. It was just a weird situation for me. Mm-hmm. So, what would have been a more ideal situation? Um, for me personally, uh, this this is how I would want to structure it. Um, we go to a place. We, I w- you would talk to the therapist first leave the room then I will talk to the therapist first and then Uh, we come back together and then we come back together and talk you know that's just how I was I don't know it just seems like a better structure to me doing it that way instead of it's like I can get my side out you can get your side out without any um, I don't want to say interference but like just, just comfortably Mm-hmm. You know that's so interesting to me because i I can see that no I can understand what you're saying, mm-hmm. and to me, what I hear you say is that you want to have a space with a therapist to say what you want to say and not feel like you were going to be interrupted, rushed, or dismissed in the process mm-hmm. so there's or a level of disconnect with trust yeah. yeah sound offensive that's that's number one I want to sound offensive sometimes sometimes I don't know how not to be offensive and that's the thing where I've always said in our relationship I don't care if you would offend me mm-hmm. because for me I feel more comfortable knowing that you trust me enough to be in a space for you to be vulnerable you know, and that's mm. something we have to work on as a couple where I feel like vulnerability is something that is still lacking or you feel like there's no safe space for that. It's not that I don't feel like there's no safe space for that. It's that in my mind, it's like, oh, damn, I said something super offensive without knowing right. it. So it's not about not me hurting you but the idea of me <laughs> saying something crazy like affects me as well yeah so no i get what you're saying mm-hmm. but when you do that then my brain is telling me well i need to figure out or navigate in a way where i don't put him in a position where he feels unsafe mm-hmm. so yeah i'm just saying like I, I get what you're saying, mm-hmm. but I hope we get to a point where you're vulnerable enough to give me all of your emotions and not reserve mm-hmm. out of the fear of offending me, because I'm not going to leave you for saying the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But definitely, like, I do agree that before you even seek counseling, communicate your needs, communicate Try it at home first. You know what I mean? Like, try. Communicate like an adults, mm-hmm. you know, level-headed, 
nobody needs to raise their voice or, you know, it's okay to communicate passionately, but, you know, just do it in a way that... It's not demeaning? It's a safe space for everyone. Exactly. You know? I get it. Um, and gain, trying to get advice from family or peers, um, their values might not... Um, might be different from yours. Oh, absolutely. Their mm-hmm. values, but also their generation. Mm-hmm. Because it's like something that we may be working through or something that we don't understand together could be completely foul or completely like mm-hmm. unimaginable in their mind, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just um, knowing when to reserve the space <laughs> to grow without putting your partner in a vulnerable position with your family. Mm-hmm. Um, discussing your relationship with your friends and family can hinder their perception of your partner. Mm. That's that's heavy. It's facts, though. Mm-hmm. It's facts. It's like one negative situation can impact um, how they view a person mm-hmm. forever. Regardless of what they say, because they're always going to remember what mm-hmm. you said. Mm-hmm. I get it. And that's why I like... I'm glad we're doing a podcast like this because for those who are in the early stages of a relationship or dating, you really have to be careful with what you say Mm. if you're going to go back to the person. Like, imagine, like, dating somebody, they've hurt you, but you keep going back, you know? For you, it's something that you're strong enough to tolerate or, you know, it's up to you to decide whether or not that situation is toxic. But if you keep going back somewhere, your family's always going to take your back, Mm. regardless. I hope that you're not staying in toxic situations, but, you know, if it's something that is a balanced relationship and you can see yourself evolving with the person, limit the amount of information that you share when you're having a bad day. What I'm afraid of is it's there's people out there that are in toxic situations, but are unable to see or notice the signs or the red flags of toxicity, you know, or they accept it because they Mm. don't know anything else. Give me an example, so for clarification. Okay, um, years ago before we were talking, um, I was with this young lady who, the only way she, I guess, quote unquote felt anything was mm-hmm. through argument in toxic situations. Like she would entice arguments. She would entice, you know, just like really negative situations for no reason. That didn't pretty much exist in the first place. Exactly. So what I'm in my mind is it's like, is is this how you feel love? Just through toxic situations? Or when people are abusive with each other. You know, not only just like a one-way abuse, but like physically abusive. um, Verbally. Verbally abusive, mentally abusive, like the whole nine yards. And they continue with that relationship. You know, that's, that's extremely alarming because, one, they might not have like any examples of... Um, <clears throat> Positive relationships, or two, um, maybe they just like drama. Mm-hmm. There's certain people out here who just thrive off of drama for some reason. 
Yeah, I can understand that. It's funny you share that with me because now, like, some of the things that you share with me make sense. Mm. Because also, like, things that you have experienced in the past, you often may come into a situation with a level of anxiety that the same person is, like, the person that you're with now is going to have the same Mm -hmm. reaction as Mm. the previous person. So there is that, too, in relationships where it's like you have to navigate through that. But um, that's what you said is really true. Like, relationships come with a lot. And Mm. I think that what people always often rush and forget doing, especially in this day and age where everything is just quick and instant gratification, Mm. you don't sit and study what you want you don't identify what is considered toxic to you or what level of Balance. boundaries that you want to set mm-hmm. for yourself that you don't constantly repeat a cycle or you don't end up in a situation where you feel blindsided and be like, wait, mm-hmm. am I in? You, like you're questioning if you're in a relationship that's toxic, you know, or even a cycle that's uh, um reciprocated from their parents like if you're in their parents are in toxic situations right you know and and that cycle continues with them and you know their children like the cycle has to be broken um i've I've been trying to think of this quote and i hope i'm not misquoting it incorrectly or the person who said it but um bob marley had said something along the lines of like it's like the the person that's closest to you that's going to hurt you the most or everyone's going to hurt you, you know, mm-hmm. but you have to figure out who is worth fighting for. Mm-hmm. Um, all that to say, your level of tolerance for something is going to be different from somebody else. But I do agree that you have to take some time to know what something that is considered, quote unquote, a red flag is. In a situation that you don't want to enter into, that then becomes something you're blindsided by through love. <laughs> you know, that you're like, wait, am I in a toxic relationship? Or wait, am I bringing old baggage from my situation or from my family upbringing that's hindering mm-hmm. my current situation? Like, we often are trying to hurry and be with somebody and not with ourselves first mm-hmm. to know what we need and want. So then when we end up being in a relationship with someone, there's a level of insecurity. What was the quote that Will Smith said um, about his relationship with his, his wife? Mm-hmm. Um, it's not my job to make you happy. That's your job. I'm just there to enhance that happiness. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Period. Why are you supposed to be filling your cup and filling somebody else's cup? Because if you keep filling on somebody else's cup, what's pouring into you? Mm-hmm. So if both of you come with cups that are full, there's nothing to fill. Mm-hmm. You're just enjoying with your filled cups. You know what I mean? Like nobody's thirsty. Nobody's hungry. Like you all are just like cruising and doing the things that you enjoy together. Hmm. Here are some facts about friends and family. All right. They are instinctively incapable of seeing your partner's side. They will always be on your team, and it will be hard for them to be objective. We spoke about that. Um, Their first priority will be to comfort you and make you feel better. That's 
good, I guess. Um, they do not know what's going on behind closed doors to give them a fair analysis of whatever you and your partner experience in your relationship. Um, your family and friends will keep a constant reminder of things he or she did wrong whenever you face challenges. Mm. This can hinder your progress of, uh, or healing if you are working on building trust, growth, or moving past the issue together. So if you can't talk to my friends and family, who should someone talk to when they are trying to work out issues um, or challenges in a relationship? Um, first, seek your partner, which is important. We spoke about that. Um, secondly, if you're incapable to resolve or hurt, uh, resolve a hurdle by communicating with your partner, seek professional help. We spoke about that as well. Um, what happens when your partner is not ready to speak to a professional? Give them space, but communicate your desire to make things work with the help of someone who knows what they're doing. Have patience and be open to learning. That's heavy. That's facts. I also like that, you know, no matter what, your family is supposed to take your side. That's facts. That's what they're supposed to do. Which is 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 great, but at the same time too, um especially in marriages, like it's a it's it's the combining of all both Absolutely. sides of the family. But if you notice, married people don't tell their family shit. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> what happens in the house stays in the house. Yeah. What happens when you're in the married, house stays that's in the house. your household. You do mm-hmm. not say a word. Mm-hmm. And that's how things stay the way that they are. Mm-hmm. People can be smiling and saying we've been married 50, 60, 80 years. But you don't know what happened. Like, you, nothing was roses and, mm-hmm. you know, beautiful situations. Like, people go through a lot. Yeah. Especially because all humans are not perfect. We all go through certain things. Mm-hmm. And marriage, I think, is that stamp of saying, okay... You're not a perfect person, but you're my person, and we're going to work through this together. Right. Some people choose to stay in a marriage. Some people don't because they don't want to deal with certain things. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's a lot of people don't share what happens in their household. A lot of people do. And a lot of people do. Yeah, a lot (laughs) of people do. You know, like, I think that because certain situations are successful is because you do not share your dirty laundry on Facebook and your friends, your family, or any of that. It's kept sacred within your space. Has Facebook ruined a lot of relationships because people can't keep their mouth closed? Um, it's a question. I think social media has a, social a media big, has... A big <laughs> um, impact on that. You know, Instead of seeking therapy, people seek therapy through Facebook. In reality, a lot of those people don't really care, though. Like, reading your statuses, they might comment, they might say, good job, like, whatever, but they don't really give a shit at the end of the day. Exactly. Social media has changed the trajectory of how humans interact with one another. Mm. So it makes it more challenging when you put relationship in the mix. Because also back in the day, you know, and, and all you had, like, you could just buy your little Playboy magazine. But now, in a relationship, you have to worry about 
other situations, you know. Mm. Then on top of that, you have to worry about what is the conversation of, like, etiquette on social media. Do I want to share and why am I sharing my business on a platform where 20 or 10 years from now, you didn't have access to typing your sorrows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you might not feel the same way the next day. You, you may not. Mm-hmm. But it's an outlet for you to feel. It's things that you should be writing in a diary mm-hmm. <laughs> now mm-hmm. on a major platform where not everybody's going to forget. They're going to remember you writing what you wrote. It's weird, man. It's weird, especially adults who do it. Like people who are, who are old enough to know better Yeah. just to put their business out there. And, and, and it's just weird to me. It's weird mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. So any anything else you want to share about this topic or any information you want to provide or give advice to? Just go seek help, guys. If you having if you're having problems communicating with your significant other, spouse, or what have you, just go seek help. You know, learn how to communicate. Ask your partner how to communicate. What's the best communicating techniques? Um, that's comfortable for the both of you, you know, mm-hmm. just, just do that, man. Have, have good communication and, 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 and a safe space for both of you. And we say it like it's easy, but it's not. It's not. Because I think that we also work on our communication literally every day. Mm-hmm. And um, it's something that we work on. But figure out what's comfortable and what's safe for you and your partner. Because not everybody's journey is going to be the same. For sure. All right, guys, that's the end of it. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and comment. We will holler at you next week. A peace.